All of this happened last week, which is amazing. These are things that I've been asking for. I've been doing the inner work. I have been preparing to be a woman that can hold all these things. And as a result, the universe is delivering these things to me. I'm seeing new women follow me every single day on social media. My DMs are starting to change. I'm seeing more engagement on my on my content because it's coming from an aligned place. I am calling in new women to work with. There's new people coming into the Boldly Courageous community. I'm getting new opportunities. Like I am becoming visible, which is exciting. And I'm so internally grateful for it all. And at the same time, it feels like an edge. It feels like I'm coming to a cliff or the end of a well-paved road that all of a sudden takes me to a place that I have never been before. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover and building a successful launch strategy. Basically by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the boldly courageous podcast. As always, I am so honored that you are here with me and we get to do this thing called life together because it's way more fun for me personally to know that I'm not the only one losing my shit on a daily basis. <laughs> like truthfully, anyone who looks like they have their shit together is lying to you. If you could see the behind the scenes, uh, like you would probably feel 
so much more normal, <laughs> so much more relatable. Um, man, life is messy in all the most beautiful ways. And so today I want to share some real raw, vulnerable behind the scenes examples of what it looks like to transcend, what it looks like to go from good to great. And I know this from my own experience, from coaching people. When I was in network marketing, it's easy, I think, easier to build from a rock bottom place because when your back is up against the wall, like you really don't have a whole lot of options. So it's easy to find the fire because you're in so much pain that you're so motivated, right? But when you're in pleasure, when you're in good, it is so much more challenging to move to great. I could do a whole nother podcast just on this topic alone. And in order to move from good to great, we are required to dig a little bit deeper into our vision, into our purpose, into our why, into a realm of possibility that's outside of where we're at. So we're not actually being motivated necessarily by pain. We're actually being more motivated by pleasure. And I find myself in this place right now of kind of in between both of those things of there's certain areas of my life that do not feel great. And I really am motivated to bring a lot of change too. And then there's other places where I, like things are great. Things are good. Like I don't have to push. I don't have to go bigger, but I also know that I get to. And I also know that what is on the other side of this move from good to great is a whole new paradigm of leadership and embodiment. And it's not just for me, it's for us because I, in everything I do, I don't want to be the expert I truly don't. I want to be the example. It is my desire to be the example of what's possible when you live your boldly courageous life. And so that requires a very high level of self-awareness of when I'm playing small, when I'm ignoring the little butterflies or the gut hits or the intuitive things that come to me. So for me, resistance looks like an idea coming and then I put it on the shelf because there's a million reasons why I can't do it. And if I'm being honest, it's really because I'm scared. There's fear that it won't work out or I just don't know how it's going to happen because I've never done it before. And, you know, what feels easier is just to stay in what feels easy. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, because doing scary things and doing the unknown requires more energy and more bandwidth. So um, I remember I was sitting in a mastermind and we were looking at beliefs around money. And for so long, I wanted to hit a million dollars a year in revenue in my business. And the belief that came up was I didn't have enough energy to make a million dollars because I was so burnt out. I had made probably close to $300,000 that year in my network marketing business. And I was exhausted. And I was like, I'm already going at full speed. I don't know how I could possibly go any faster or harder or do anything more. So the idea of making a million dollars feels exhausting to me, right? So I hit this like upper limit. I hit this like moment of realization that, okay, like if I ever want to get to a million dollars, I have to start doing things differently and I have to get out of my comfort zone and start looking at the ways in which I'm staying small and playing small. 
and I have to have a radical, radical sense of self-awareness and then a radical sense of self-responsibility in order to bring about real change, because it's, it's not just about me. It's about all of us. So again, I want to be the example. I don't want to be the expert. I want to be the example of what it looks like to radically change your life. I want to be the example of what it looks like to step into new levels of leadership and embodiment, like really being in my body and really listening to the nudges that come through of like, if this idea or this thing or, or whatever is coming up, like there's a reason. And now you have to act on it. Even if you don't know how you just need to know the why lately, <laughs> I feel myself coming to an edge. This is really raw. This is really real. This happened this morning when I was in my journaling practice. And today is March 23rd. So I just want to reference the date because on Monday, March 28th, which is a date long prior to when this podcast episode will actually air, season two of the Boldly Courageous podcast will be launching on Monday. And I'm, I'm sitting in this place of excitement because, and it's a little bit of an edge because last May I started to feel really disconnected from everything I was doing. I remember having this conversation with a friend, a man that I was actually dating. And I said, you know, I feel like there's so much more depth to who I am and the ways in which I show up in this world than what you see on my social media and what you hear in my podcast. And it was a declaration to me, to myself, that I get to go deeper and where am I playing small? Like it really was an invitation for me to look into all the areas in which I was operating in, you know, good and not great. And my podcast was one of them. I started to feel just like I wasn't connected to it. And I gave myself permission to stop recording episodes for what I thought was going to be a month. And it turned out to be almost a year. And I gave myself permission to do that because I, I wanted, and my intention is for this to be a really clean, aligned space of co-creation and conversation for you, for me, for our guests, for everything that we're doing in the boldly courageous community. And so I had to give myself permission to just sit in that. And so this this new evolution of the podcast coming out with new music and new guests and a new intro and a whole new energy and vibe. It's, it's new (laughs) and it's exciting, but it's also, again, it's calling me back. It's calling me into a different level of embodiment and truth and leadership and expansion and visibility than I was in before. So it feels like an edge. So I want to give you some context. So last week, was a big, big week for me. I, for the past 50 days, have been really working on a new way of manifesting, a new way of doing gratitude, of really looking at the frequency that I bring to everything that I do. And I'm seeing the results of it. Like everything that I've been praying for, that I've been asking for, that I've been preparing myself to hold is starting to happen. I'm seeing things move in my business and it's like really exciting. So last week, here's what happened. I'm looking at my I'm looking at my whiteboard right now and some goals that I have on here is podcast interviews and brand visibility. And I want to do more speaking opportunities and I want to be on more podcasts. And last week I was asked to be a speaker at two virtual events. I was interviewed on a podcast. 
Um, so these things that I've been asking for came to me. I also negotiated an influencer contract um, to share about something on my Instagram, a program that I actually was asked to be part of. They've come back and asked me to share about it and they're going to pay me. So I was able to negotiate um, to be paid to share things on my social media, which is something I've I've haven't really done in the past, um, but I'm stepping into that more. I also created a brand new container for my clients. I This is the most expansive, most connected, most deep, most intimate one-year experience I created for one person to walk together for an entire year with me. And I had this idea about six weeks ago. And I've been sitting with it because, again, it's requiring a different level of leadership for me. And it's calling me to a different standard of excellence with my coaching. And I had one of my clients upgrade into this one-year experience. And it is the largest investment um, that I offer. And she said yes, without hesitation, uh, which is exciting. So I had... And I have my podcast releasing, right? So I had a, a brand new coaching container, the biggest one I've ever created, locked in and loaded. And, and a woman said yes to that. I was asked to speak at two virtual events. I negotiated an influencer influencer contract. I have um, set the launch date for my for my podcast to come out on the 28th. And I've been getting all the episodes ready for that. And the new branding, I bought the music. I recorded the new intro. I've been working with my editor. And I had this idea, I've been getting this download to host a retreat for months. And finally, I was like, I'm going to host a retreat. And I started to feel into what the resistance was to actually putting it out there. And I was in its fear. I really sat with it. And it was like all of these limiting beliefs started coming up and all of this fear around the logistics and will I make any money? And what if nobody shows up? And what if it doesn't work out? And I was playing small thinking I was going to host it here in Atlanta because that's what felt easy. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to do it internationally. <laughs> so on a whim, I took inspired, messy, scary action, right? I walked with courage and fear in the pursuit of the thing that sets my soul on fire. Hello. That's what being a boldly courageous woman is all about. And I sent a message out to my text message list. I didn't email anybody. I haven't shared it on the podcast. I didn't put it on my socials. I just sent a message to my text message list and I said, hey. I got this idea. Here's what I'm thinking. Sometime in June, you know, all of the deep spiritual vibes, but some fun and play, like you book a ticket, I'll do the rest. Would you be interested in, in this? And I have 25 women on the wait list already. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have to do it. So all of this happened last week, which is amazing. These are things that I've been asking for. I've been doing the inner work. I have been preparing to be a woman that can hold all these things. And as a result, the universe is delivering these things to me. I'm seeing new women follow me every single day on social media. My DMs are starting to change. I'm seeing more engagement on my, on my content because it's coming from an aligned place. I am calling in new women to work with. There's new people coming into the Boldly Courageous community. I'm getting new opportunities. Like I am becoming visible, which is exciting. And I'm so internally grateful for it all. And at the same time, it feels like an edge. 
it feels like I'm coming to a cliff or the end of a well-paved road that all of a sudden takes me to a place that I have never been before. And here is the thing about edges. It's like this moment when an arrow is being drawn back and all of this momentum is being built. And it's this little moment right before the arrow is let go, there's this pause. And when we're on the verge of a big up-leveling or a big breakthrough, there's this, there is this paradigm, this space that we can step into of retraction. There's an actual dip in our energy and a wavering in our commitments of self-care and the practices that keep us in our zone of creation and keep us in our zone of expansion, right? It's like this, this crossroads of, are we going to actually step one foot into the unknown or are we going to step one foot backwards into our comfort zone? And this is primal. This is real. This isn't like metaphysical or, you know, theoretical. We start to excitement, like we, we start to feel this in the body. Excitement and fear are the same. And we don't know the difference. Our nervous system doesn't know the difference between a threat to our well-being and an opportunity to expand. And so within us comes this deep-rooted, visceral desire to retreat, to completely turn around, revert back to old patterns, because it takes a lot less energy to stay in the known and the familiar and the comfortable because it is known and familiar and comfortable. And to some extent, it feels safe. And so we retract or we retreat into old habits, old patterns, old ways of doing things, or we retreat into self-sabotage and the things that prevent us from having the resources available to step into this new paradigm. So there's a book that I love. If you haven't read it, you must, must get it. It's called The Big Leap. And the author is Gay Hendricks. And in this book, he talks about an upper limit. So an upper limit is when we are on the verge or maybe we are at the place where everything we've been asking for and hoping for comes and we self-sabotage because on some level we don't feel worthy. We're not prepared to hold it. Our nervous system goes like, I can't compute this amount of wealth or this kind of love or this much exposure or this much success, or like, I'm not worthy of any of this. And we retreat back into the place that feels the most familiar and we sabotage the thing that we've been asking for. So we come to this invisible threshold where we move past our known experiences, the same amount of money we've always earned, the same type of men we've always dated, the same type of opportunities we've always gotten, the same type of clients, we're charging the same amount. And we come face to face with everything new that we've asked for, but we've never experienced it. We raise our rates and a client says, yes. We raise our standard in dating and this amazing man shows up. We ask for what we want in our corporate job and we actually get it. 
we ask for more visibility and all of a sudden our social media following goes from 6,800 to 39,000. This happened to me last year. I didn't know how to hold it at all. My nervous system went haywire. So this threshold is where we come face to face with everything we've asked for, but we've never experienced it before. So our nervous system literally does not know how to assimilate to this new paradigm. So what do we do? <laughs> like, what do we do when we get to this point? Well, the first thing, our first, the first work that we must do, and this is across the board, this isn't just with upper limits, this is everywhere, is we have to bring radical self-awareness to the ways in which we retreat and we self-sabotage when we meet our edges. This could be like in romantic partnerships, picking a fight, looking for stuff, looking for a problem, looking for an excuse. It could be manifesting drama in our life. Okay, so for me, this is what it looks like for me. And this is really what's been happening since last week. <laughs> uh, spending way too much time on social media and my cell phone. like literally hours scrolling mindlessly, like in my head, I'm going, what are you doing? Get off your phone. But I cannot seem to get off of it. Um, spending a ton of time just aimlessly, constantly rotating through, checking my email, checking my text message list, looking at Facebook, looking at Instagram, scrolling through my dating apps, looking through my text messages, like literally just so tied to outward connection, eating, really low vibe foods and ordering takeout. So normally I cook a lot. I have really healthy foods, but lately I haven't had the energy or desire to want to cook. So I've been eating a lot of takeout. I've been eating, um, foods that are a little bit less nutritionally dense than usual. I've been drinking a lot more because I've been going out a lot more. So I've been adding a lot more social interaction into my calendar, which is fun and exciting. And I love it. But I've, as a result, I've been going to bed a lot later. I have been sleeping as well. I've been staying up late, eating late at night, watching Netflix, scrolling social media until like 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning. And this is not the norm for me. And as a result, when I wake up, I'm not getting good sleep. I'm not feeling rested. I've been having crazy wild dreams because, hello, I am on the verge of an up-leveling and my guides or the universe or whatever you want to call it is trying to get my attention like, hey, girl, <laughs> like get your shit together, okay? <laughs> Seriously. So my dreams have been super vivid. I've been consuming too much before I go to bed, like screen time, TV, social media stuff. So my sleep is off and then I wake up feeling really tired and I'm as a result of that, I'm skipping workouts. I've been creating drama and chaos in my life. Like <laughs> yesterday. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to be real honest with you guys for a second. This is like super we're getting like super vulnerable. So I connected with this man back in September on a dating app and for one, for one reason or another, I'll, I'll, I'll skip those details. We ended up not meeting in person and that was the end of our connection. And more recently he came back around. I, I had deleted my dating apps for a while because I was dating someone with a little bit more of attention. And then I decided to 
end that and open myself up to new connections. And this man showed back up in my life. And I was like, oh, fancy seeing you here. Like he matched with me on a dating app. And so we had already had somewhat of a foundation. And we went on our first date and it was one of the best dates I've been on. Like he checked so many boxes. It was amazing. And I started to create a fictitious relationship in my mind, which is, I think, what a lot of us do with everything. We, we start to think about all the possibility. And we had this great connection. And then all of a sudden, he felt like um, because of circumstances in his life that he would not be able to dedicate the time that he needed to dating. Totally understand, respect that. He asked for some space to kind of think things through, and I gave it to him. But my intuition told me that there was something more to the story. And this is where everything starts to come together. And this was a huge aha for me. So I'm sharing this because, again, I want to be the example, not the expert, and show you like the messy behind the scenes of what it looks like when we bring radical self-awareness. I started to get wrapped up in this story that maybe I wasn't getting the whole truth from him. Maybe there was somebody else in his life. Maybe he was lying to me. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And honestly, none of it really matters because the new level, the new standard is in dating and with everything in my life is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And for me in dating, the men that come into my life are very clear on their desires they're very clear with their energy. They know exactly what they have space and capacity for. So if he's telling me that he doesn't have space, he doesn't have capacity, he needs time to think about it, that immediately tells me that I get to cut the energy off because that is not the space I choose to play in. But I didn't do that. So this is a leaky boundary. This was a doorway. This was an opportunity for me to create some chaos in my life because I'm going through an upper limit. I'm going through an expansion right now. And this is an old pattern. So I started to go down this rabbit hole. And let's just say I found exactly what I thought I would find. And it put me in this state of chaos that literally threw me off my energy it threw my whole day off. I spent the whole day just sitting in shock and disbelief and anger. And like my woundedness came forward. My shadow came forward and completely pulled me out of alignment with all of the amazing things that I get to focus on. And so by me putting my energy here, it drained me and I didn't have the energy that I needed to promote my podcast coming out to promote the boxer coaching that I have available, all of the things that are waiting for me in the promised land, like everything that I've said I've wanted. So I, I manifested, I created this chaos in my life around dating and it distracted me and pulled me energetically out of alignment. Like it physically exhausted me. And I literally woke up this morning after having a shitty night's sleep and I was journaling and this was the message that came through everything that I'm sharing with you right now, looking at how in what other areas of your life have you done this? Where have you created this chaos? Why is it here? What is the message? What is the lesson? And I said, oh, 
right. Look at everything that happened last week. All of this amazing abundance is flowing into your life. And I feel like I don't have the energy to record these podcast episodes. I don't have the energy to send an email to my list. I don't have the energy to get on social media and talk about this new coaching container that I have to open up my retreat, to do the research necessary for that. I don't have the energy to do any of these things because I've wasted all of my energy, not sleeping, drinking alcohol, dealing with drama, being leaky with my boundaries not staying congruent with my word on sleep and meditation and doing the inner work. I'm in a period of expansion right now. I can't afford this chaos and these leaky boundaries and this low vibe food and this not sleeping. Like, no, sister, you are being called to the next level. And at the next level, these old ways of, of being, they don't fly. They don't work. So the result of all of this self-sabotage for me is a lack of creativity (laughs) and a feeling like I don't have the energy to do the new and scary thing because the new and scary thing takes more energy. So when you are in this place of evolution, of expansion, of going to a new level, when you set a new standard of excellence in your life, it requires laser focus. It requires super tight boundaries. It requires all of the things to be like, it's like an all hands on deck kind of mindset. There's no room for this shadow to show up. There's no room for these old, manipulative, immature, past version of ourselves, ways of being, if you want to move from good to great. And I don't know about you, but I'm here to move from good to great because I can see it all happening and I am not going to self-sabotage. So that brings me into the second component of this is after we bring radical self-awareness to the ways in which we retreat and we self-sabotage. Okay. We're here now. I see that. Now, what do we do about it? We must then take radical self-responsibility to choose different actions, to say, no, no, (laughs) we are not going to keep going down this rabbit hole. You don't get my energy. You don't get the privilege of being in my life. Bye. We must take radical self-responsibility for our actions. The phone goes away in the other room. No more screen time at night. No more scrolling social media aimlessly. We get back to our vision and our why because it's not just me that suffers. You suffer too. Because when I don't share my gifts and I'm not laser focused on moving from good to great, I can't possibly bring you along with me. So I get to be the example of what it looks like to stay small. And that, even just saying that, oh, like, no, that feels awful in my body. Like, what example do you want to be? Do you want to be the example of the woman who is a woman of her word and moves from good to great and as a result can bring you with her? Or do you want to be the example of the woman who decided, I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to stay comfortable. Like, 
No one ever wrote books about anyone who stays comfortable, right? So we must take radical self-responsibility to choose a different action. And the key is to switch the behavior before the damage is done. So thank you to God or source or universe or whoever for having a come to Jesus moment with me this morning in my journaling practice. And I will tell you these tools, they work every morning. I wake up and I journal. That's been a non-negotiable for the past 50 days. I have gotten up every single morning. First thing I do, I roll over and I journal my gratitudes. I meditated. I journaled some more. I pulled a card. I tapped back into the source of abundance. It's accessible to all of us. And I caught the behavior before the damage was done. So here I am recording this podcast right now (laughs) to share this with you. I sent an email out. I sent a text message out. I did a social media post. It's like my aha. I was like, everyone needs to hear this because I know I'm not alone. I know we're in this together. So in these moments, it's in these moments that we must double down on the tools that we know support us in our evolution and expansion. We have to actually lean into the edge even more and know that we can hold it. Now is not the time. It is not the time to slide backwards or retreat at all. Like we're not going to stay in the good. We're moving to great. And so now is the time to lean into the edge with courage and walk with fear into everything you've been praying for and manifesting because it's here. It's literally here. You just have to step into it. You can hold all of it. You can hold all of the wealth. You can hold all of the success. You can hold all of the visibility. You can hold all of the love, all of the relationships, all of the joy, all of the pleasure, all of the experiences. You can hold all of it if you choose to. That is the key if you choose to. So I'm choosing to hold it all. I am choosing to lean into this edge. I am choosing to lean into this upper limit. I am choosing to recognize and take radical responsibility and radical self-awareness for my wounded side, my shadows, my sneaky little resistance and fear-based tactics. And I say no, and I'm choosing differently. I'm choosing differently because I deserve it, but you deserve it. So thank you for being here with me as we walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. And we bust through this upper limit and we transcend to our next level of leadership. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.